to the Fantasy Footballers Podcast with your hosts, Andy Holloway, Jason Moore, and Mike Wright. Welcome in. Tuesday, June 29th. Mike Wright, Jason Moore, Andy Holloway with you. The end of June draws near. Yeah. I don't know why that, that was. Loud. That was it? I, I couldn't wait for the follow-up to that. I was like, oh, you, you have my attention, Mike. No, that was it. No, but the but you are correct. I'm just the saying, end of June a dramatic is reading <laughs> of the calendar. It's definitely coming soon. Today. You did make it sound ominous. Now, it's uh, it's Tuesday, June 29th. The Ooh. end is near. Uh, we're recording this on Monday, and we have a great show for you today. We have an ADP price check episode we're going to go through a handful of names, see where they're going in drafts, maybe change where they're going in drafts, depending on what we uh, bring up and talk about and debate, discuss. Got some NFL news to talk about as well. Maybe a dynasty download. I'm not Ooh. sure. I'm not sure. Whoa. We'll see how I'm feeling. But, I mean, this is a fantasy football show, but there is like a chance that the Phoenix Suns made the finals. There's no chance. It happened. I mean, so we have to shoot our shot right now, and obviously yes. they won by double digits. Remember oh. the big plays? I just wanted last night's game to be a blowout, and thank goodness it was. <laughs> oh, I man. mean, oh, Suns in five <laughs> in the finals. Oh. Fantastic. You are poking the oh, devil man. in the butt oh, right I now. I will because we <laughs> blew them out like we should. <laughs> Go Suns! Yeah, what a game that was. That oh, that man. is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, but the good news is, Mike. I mean, you said July's on the way, and I. I mean, I had an anniversary trip with my wife planned, but we have successfully moved that to accommodate the Suns being in the finals. That's right, and uh, priorities. It really, what I was. I was married to the Suns before I was married to her. That's all I'm saying. Look, fair is fair. Uh, the the point I was going to get to is the end of June draws near. That means. Uh, the beginning of July, you know that the two coincide right. on, a, on a regular basis. But Saturday, you're gonna want to check your podcast app because there will be a another episode, three a week now of the fantasy footballers. Yeah, three a week for all of July, and then five a week from August through December. Yeah, you baby. said from here on out, and I guess you're technically right. There is at least three a week here That's on out. That's what I meant. But then we go to five in August, and um, hold on to your butts because mm-hmm. we got 18 weeks of football this year. Yes. We've been really, really exercising, working out, ready to go for yeah. 18 weeks. Some, I, of, I, some of us have. My, Mike <laughs> has been – Mike's doing week 18 by himself is what we're saying. Got to get that cardio up, son. <sighs> I need to get back on that bike. <laughs> Yeah, is that coming soon? Yeah, ride number two is coming soon. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right, quick question of the day. Um, How much do you guys factor strength of schedule into your rankings and projections? So, for a point of clarity, this is not the schedule, meaning which weeks you're playing and are they playing in the playoffs against the – because that type of stuff, when I'm ranking people, I don't factor in in the slightest. It, right. It makes no difference. Um, but as far as the actual strength of schedule – 
I do factor it in a little bit. Usually, so we have these team by team uh, docs that we go in, these spreadsheets that we, we've made and kind of upgraded year after year after year to help us uh, with our projections. And in there is a strength of schedule from the previous year and, and the upcoming projection for this current year. And, and the way that I use it is if I see a team, you know, a guy had an outlier season, just, you know, real high right. career high for yards per carry. And it coincides with, oh, he had a super easy strength of schedule. And then I might adjust if this next year does not project to be a good one. So I do factor it into each team on a team by team basis, but it's, it's so case sensitive that it doesn't affect the majority of players. It's really just for the outliers. That's how I use it. Mike, do you have anything to add there? I, I do not. Jason laid it out very well. And I think it, it goes hand in hand with the discussions we have on, you know, that people bring up about drafting defenses and um, like the variability year to year. Like the NFL has a lot of parity. There is a lot of change that happens. I mean, you could just look at the uh, the NFC West last year and the injuries that took place for San Francisco. That was, right. you know, they were projected to be a top tier team and they went through a really rough stretch. So it's not everything. Uh, there will be a lot of change, but you can stare at some divisions and, you know, I think we brought up, uh, you know, Pittsburgh's still going to play that Baltimore defense and the Browns defense a couple of times. Mm -hmm. So you do know uh, a little bit of what to expect, and that does and it's really, factor in. It's more for the medium – you know, this is an ADP price check. It's for those mid-range fellas because the top-end guys uh, – this has just been shown and proven time after time after time. Don't worry too much about the strength of schedule. Your great players beat up on great defenses. The you know the, if you're good, you're going to play. You're going to score. You're going to get yours. YouTube.com/slash the fantasy footballers. If you want to watch this show, subscribe, click the bell. You'll know what we're doing over here. We do a lot of live streams and things. Oh, the glamour shot's not up anymore. Did we no. give that? Did somebody win that? I don't know if we've chosen the winner yet. Some, okay. Somebody lost that. Yes. Uh, somebody lost by winning that. Yes. So someone had like there was a shocking amount of comments of people actually wanting this thing. I, I mean, it's I think it's great. I think the person, the 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 subject of the photo is very worthy handsome. of being on the wall. Very very handsome. Uh, I was shocked how many people actually really wanted this thing. And someone like yes, the I was asked, did I get someone wiring me the the ten thousand dollars? Which yes. And then I took ten thousand and one. And ten thousand too. So if you have ten thousand and ten dollars, mm. it could be yours. I'm going to be a millionaire by the time this thing's there over. There are fellas. five thousand entries for it right now. Not just, all have sent money though. At FootClanGiveaway.com, five thousand entries. I just want to see a picture of its final destination <laughs> uh, up on a wall. What room did they yeah. choose? What that should this? be a prerequisite for winning. Like you need to send us a picture of where it went. What is this thing going to do? That belongs in a game room. Inspire like, people. It's very big. It's a very, it's, it's a very big picture. It's going to cost us a little bit to ship it to you. <laughs> what I was thinking is we just need to get Jason's recently shared video from his trip to California. Oh, oh the suntan lotion one. And maybe screenshots. Sun, sunscreen sunscreen. shimmy. Sunscreen. Oh, is that what? Sunscreen that shimmy. It's been named the sunscreen shimmy. That's okay. right. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I like it. Yeah, you were um, on display. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but we could, we could auction that off for charity. Yeah, got to NFT that thing. And no charities here. No charities. Okay. News time. News and notes from around the league, presented by Sleeper. 
Jaguars beat reporter Tony Smith expects second-year running back James Robinson to be, quote, heavily involved and see most, if not all, of the goal line work in 2021. This is a fantasy disaster that is currently taking place in Jacksonville. The, the disaster started in the draft when they had a free square, like you can't believe, of James Robinson being incredible as an undrafted free agent rookie. And then you spend a first-round pick on a player. I'm not arguing that that ETN doesn't have first-round talent, but you didn't need to take him, and they did. And then immediately after the draft, they you have uh, Coach uh, Meyer saying, "Well, ETN's going to be our pass-catching guy," and then he's, which is like uh, that's that's kind of weird. And then you go to the the OTAs, and he's just working with wide receivers, which is whatever they're working on his hands. But it's, you have all of these things. Moving in the direction of such a fantasy meltdown and disaster for w being in on Robinson, being in on ETN, I've like I've I've finally seen enough of this smoke that is coming out of Jacksonville. I've adjusted my numbers. I've I moved ETN down and I moved Robinson up. Neither are in a place where I really want them for for fantasy. It depends on the ADP, but like I there is there is so much being reported on this running back situation that I'm not ignoring it anymore and just say, ah, well, the first rounder is going to eventually take over. Uh, he, yeah, he could, but this is a this is a real situation that is brewing. It's a problem. The two running backs in Jacksonville that have made massive fantasy impacts in recent years have both had every bit of the work on every down. Right. When Fournette surprised the world, it came by there being no depth chart behind him. When James Robinson came out of nowhere last year, he was the only player on the field that doesn't diminish his talent to say that, you know, there's going to be another guy there, but it diminishes the opportunity. He should be out there. I don't think any of us doubt that he should get playing time. 